are so fucking creative seriously like you guys have a little bit of a creativity I will never have ever it was a little was, gangster it was a little weird it just kind of fell apart breaking, but then it fell together you breaking know. down you know, it fell apart and then was put back together <laughs> properly by me and Uncle Daddy so. yeah yeah you were here in spirit congratulations you were here in spirit yeah I was at home holding a little baby there you go congratulations there it is our first cage talk with oh, the weekly yeah. cage shot. talk. What are we talking about on this cage talk? Two o two UFC two o two. It's gonna be Saturday, a good one. Saturday, Saturday. Headlined by a fight that has shit tons of importance and no belt on the line. That's the crazy thing. That's the beauty of marketing, my friends. Not marketing. It's just like okay, say Conor McGregor wins this fight, he continues with his dick dictatorship that he has in the UFC about his future and what he wants to do. If he loses, he's fucked and he has to go back down to 145 and defend his title and keep his mouth shut and go back to his corner. But then his title will lose all the respect for it because then it's, I don't know. No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't ruin the integrity of the title, but what it does is puts him in a really bad, yeah. either way he's in a bad spot because he's going to have to drop this 25 or yeah. 35 pounds, whatever, to drop back down anyways. Yeah. That's what you get for putting it at 170 in the first place yeah yeah this this is a fight that just talk about drinking your own kool-aid right there jesus yeah <laughs> it is this in guy's a way. Like, oh i'm the man yeah i'll fight you at 180 if you want no if shit. that thing would have win another day oh my god i'll I fight might you just at be fucking at 200 and possibly lose my life <laughs> why not but i, I mean know. his manager did say this is how much he weighs like what was it 12 weeks out from a fight anyway yeah. So, you know, if this is when he would really start cutting weight big time if he was actually doing 1 to 45. So, he says he's looking great. I listened to the freaking some interviews on it and from listening to his manager talking about the training, what he's going through, I'm freaking hyped for this fight. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I fell right into that pool, man. I heard that same thing too. So, in my mind, I just envision uh who is it? Ivan Drago <laughs> with all the Russian <laughs> scientists around him. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah. everything's because that's what he did. He's probably, I wish, I hope the numbers come out later on how much money he's actually spending on this camp yeah. to oh, fly people in. And he, in his own words, he said, This is the biggest training entourage group, the way it's been structured, there you yeah. go. setting up times. Measuring his hormone levels, the, uh, hiring uh, personal chefs for protein. Bike training, cardio, hormone know, time levels. in, time out. Yeah. Instead it's of just insane. practicing whenever until you get tired. Yeah. Structure time off to, for rest. Yeah. So that's totally reminds me of the Russian Drago. Oh yeah. And that yeah. The schedule. fighting montage with Rocky. Three days on, he trains one day off. Three weeks on, he trains one week is active rest. So and they've all got it balanced out between like like what we just said, like his hormone levels. They, I don't see that, the man. The UFC I, built him his own personal gym in Vegas. No, no, no. Not the UFC. The UFC gym, which is separate from the UFC, built him a gym. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Sorry, it has UFC in it. I yeah, figured they're yeah. in cahoots in, to some capacity. Yeah. I can't see a guy like that 
working three weeks and taking an entire week off. It's it's hard for him. He I said that in interview. See, yeah, I saw that interview. No, it's not a week off where he's watching I don't TV. Think it's an it's, entire week. It's well, light he's doing duty. Light shit. It's yeah, light duty. Still, yeah. It's not still, intense. But he's still doing stuff. They as call it as, active week off. I got you. But still, I mean, watching. A, I don't think it was a documentary. It was just it seemed like it was recorded in his gym or whatever. And he was talking. Yeah, Somebody was, was interviewing him. Did you see that one? Yeah. Where he was talking about. Um, Rest, you know what I'm saying. He'll work six days of the week on Sunday. He knows he's supposed to rest and get right back up, right yeah. back in the yeah. freaking gym. And, and for the record, his rest is probably our tough mutter. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that's his idea. Of rest. Oh like, yeah, I'm just gonna do a, a marathon course yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of my easy week. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's horrible. Ex- oh god, not exercising horrible, but training for something that you really have your heart set in. Oh my god, you will fucking break that thing if you're really dedicated. Personally, this is another reason why I want him to lose. Oh, I want to see all that money and all that training and all those flights. Oh how can we go and just go <laughs> right down the drain? Why? Why when you Nate just comes and goes. Uh. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> What's well, a fight Damn. thing? What's well, a fight thing? You know what I'm saying, motherfucker? Damn, straight birds in the sky. You know he's gonna be flipping everybody off. Oh, I just want—I don't know—I love Conor McGregor. I want him to win. Oh that, God, I, just I don't want know, him dude. To win. I don't know. I'm so confused. I've watched so many fucking videos now in the past two days. I've grown to love Nate Diaz, even though I don't know him. You know really? what I'm saying? But I'm just yeah. like, fucking gangster hell. Yeah, you know, fighting Dude, for the fucking little man, you know? He's an that a-hole. Is, he's an asshole to so many people. Look at where he came up how in, so? man. So look did at Connor. Where he came up. Look at Connor. He, wait, wait, he came how is he an a-hole to so many people? He's just an asshole and disrespectful to other fighters. He talks so much shit to their faces and in and out of the ring. He's just an asshole towards everybody. Wait, you wouldn't say that about McGregor? No Conor shit. McGregor outside of the ring, he's actually respectful to the fighters. You know, Ooh. after every single fight, he always shakes their hand because he knows it's just promoting the fight. And then he's he treats his fans amazingly. But here's the thing. So that one, um, I can't, his name escapes me, but did you hear the MMA Hour? They interviewed somebody who did it like a big, basically it was a three-month in-depth report Mm-hmm. that he did on Nate Diaz mm-hmm. and he went back to every single person that he fought yeah. which is like 20 something fighters and through all these months he could not find one one ex-fighter that he fought win, lose yeah. or draw that was not happy for him or didn't have something nice oh, yeah. to say about him yeah everybody because he's put everybody's in well that's what I'm saying so if yeah. you're saying if you're speaking on behalf of those disrespected fighters they themselves are cheering this guy well yeah they respect the work he's done at the end of the day, everybody knows that they're fighting. Whatever gets yeah. has to get you turned up yeah. to step in that ring and take a beating from another man who's possibly bigger, stronger, faster than you. Like yeah. you have no idea how you're going to come out the other end of that. I think at the end of the day, when they all go home to their families or do whatever they got to do, their loved ones, they have that respect. I mean, maybe somebody has to talk a little smack or yeah. take it a little further mm-hmm. just to get turned up for that fight. You know? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. the thing with the Diaz brothers. They have to hate the person they're fighting. I gotta tell you this though, man. I watched a uh, video last night, actually, Uncle Daddy. After you left, after we put that masterpiece together, and it was not in Conor McGregor's favor as far as character. It Mm. was uh, top ten most embarrassing moments for Conor McGregor. I think it was. Really. And when the cameras were not even, it's kind of contradicts everything you guys just said. So. Mm. 
every time when even when the cameras weren't rolling he was still freaking just talking mad shit talking shit just fucking with the, the, the whoever he's fighting mm. you know what i'm saying and you got dana over here just laughing it up you know what i'm saying they're just laughing and shit and he's just straight harping on people dude really and then even showed a clip where connor was watching a video of another guy that were the, when they were in the hotel and yeah. that guy's walking away saying I hate him worse than anybody I've ever fought in my life. I've heard, I've seen that. I know exactly what clip you're talking about. So when you say Conor McGregor and said outside that freaking match is a dude, I'm telling you right now, that thing I watched painted a pretty fucked up person. Yeah. Because I mean, if he was such a jacked up person, all of Ireland wouldn't back him like they do. Come on, man. Really? I'm not saying he's a jacked up person. I'm not saying Nate's a jacked up person. I don't think you can really, unless you personally know them yeah. or know somebody that personally knows them and you got some kind of insight, I don't think you can really draw that conclusion because all we're basing it off are things that happen in these pressers. That's and, true. And, the, and, and that's just, that's not the real person. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you see, the, I was thrown back when you said that because you see so many clips where, and it's known where him and his brother teach the kids in their local hometown of Stockton yeah. with the gym. I don't know this, but I imagine McGregor does something like that too. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I mean, the fight game that, I mean, the mentality you have to have to just, that's your job is to just physically dominate somebody mm-hmm. by any means necessary within the parameters, of the rules and the UFCs, you could get away with a lot. There's kicking, there's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Punching, there's submissions, there's. Yeah. I think it's what gets to me with the Diaz brothers is just like, yeah, the shit talk that they do during the fight is entertaining, but at the same time for me, it's also a turn off. Yeah. You know? No, I, let me tell you something. Years ago, when Nate was coming up, before I mean Nick, before I mm. knew he had a brother Nate, I used to hate him. When I used to see him, just hit, this his demeanor, his face. So I wanted that guy to lose. Like, dude, this guy thinks he's a badass. Yeah, God, I hope he just gets rocked. I used to just and that before I really knew their background, and now all these years later, I'm like, damn, that's what I love about you. It's like I almost respect somebody because they're so passionate about that one thing that I feel like that's what I was misreading. Now, when when you talk about that, I think I seen a uh, I seen a thing about Nick and Nate. Now they talked a lot about Nick as well, but Nick wasn't necessarily talking shit as bad on the people. He was talking shit on how much he was making. He wasn't getting yeah. paid shit. And most of the video, he's literally even with Dana standing right fucking next to him, he's basically saying we are beating our goddamn selves to death and we're getting paid crickets. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So. I don't know, man. There's a whole new face to Nick right there. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think if somebody's whispering in your ear, you need to be doing this if you want to make more money. And then you hear Nick blatantly crying out, I'm doing everything you're telling me to fucking do, motherfucker. And I'm not getting paid. I got paid what, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you Talking can find shit. a lot of those clips. Exactly, dude. So you got to understand the beast that's being rattled around in the fucking cage. Yeah, yeah. but it's so a new that's day and age. Exactly, but that's why whenever I hold a judgment call on somebody, somebody like Conor McGregor, I haven't seen much of that type of shit from him. But he's a mad shit talker. Well, that's because he's getting dude, paid. He's an analogy motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He will put together a fucking series of clips that you will mentally see, and it's funny as fuck. He's good at it. Just to fuck with the next guy. But I've never seen any bad shit that's been happening to Conor McGregor other than fighting. I don't know about his background, his history, yeah. but you look at Nick. He Nate was Diaz, on uh, those boys grew up rough. Conor McGregor was on welfare. 
okay. before he made it big in the fight game. And he was actually about ready to become a plumber. <laughs> That's basically all of California. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Horrible life. Go ahead. Well, and he was, they were roughing it. He came from a rough background too in Ireland. I mean, it's not like he grew up in some freaking awesome place, but I mean, he didn't have it as hard as the Diaz brothers did. No, hey, it's the fight business. It's Show fight me business. one successful fighter that doesn't have a... Hard background, BJ yeah. Penn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go, go down the list. There might be a couple, but let yeah. me tell you something. Basically, man. we all know fighting is a poor man's sport. Yeah, I'm not. That's not my original concept or idea. It's just that comes that stems from boxing. Yeah, it's always said to be a poor man's sport because there's where most of your fighters come from. Yeah, what are else they, are they gonna do? If you have the potential to be a doctor or a lawyer. He ain't gonna get in the ring and start <laughs> punching somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very rare. I'm sure it's the BJ Pins, and there might be a, a couple there's, here and uh, there. There's another one too. Rich Franklin. He was a teacher. He was a high school math teacher. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, That's imagine not based on Bring on the Boom or whatever that one with Kevin James. No, no, I don't know what that's based on, but I don't think it's Rich Franklin. Okay. God, I don't even know anything about what either one of you are talking about. Rich, oh, so I feel great Rich about Franklin was right uh, the middleweight or welterweight champ for a long time. Mm. Just super well-rounded until Anderson Silva decided to enter into the UFC and destroyed him twice. Yeah. And took the belt from him and then held it for freaking 200 years. Forgive me. I'm well, starting to add that up. Mr. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning about current fighters right oh, now. Yeah. And once yeah. that knowledge gets good enough, then I can spill back to the oh, older we'll get fighters. You, we'll get yeah. you filled in. Yeah. My, my, well, I knew about Hamill because, of, I mean, he was a wrestler. Yeah. And then just his, I mean, I was like really into wrestling. Obviously, it came from that. Jeez. Yeah. See, Nate Diaz is the one that's in the news. I'm already learning about Nate. Or yeah. Nick. Just like when you Nate watch Fo uh, Foxcatcher and the Foxcatcher yeah. team. Yeah. All right, here we go. What do you guys want to do? You guys just go down the card, 202. Go, go down, down the, the card. Break it down. Break it, Break down. it down with the weekly shot. Breaking down the UFC. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we brought out the hip hop and Mr. Shots mm. over there. Damn, yeah, that did sound kind of fly. Okay, so we'll just touch on it real quick. We'll just go down. Obviously, we'll start from the top to the bottom. Diaz yeah. McGregor. Oh, I mean, God. we've already been kind of touching on Personally, I just want to throw in there real quick. You know, I could tell you can, I, I don't know if you agree with this brain or not. Mm. McGregor, I think he got a little bit, and I think this happens to every celebrity, mm -hmm. whether it be movies, music, musician, fighter. You know, you just, your head gets so big. You start believing your own hype. Mm -hmm. And it almost seems like he got humbled. He's not. I don't think he'll admit it, but he got humbled by Nate. Nate. Yeah, I, I would agree he with got, that. He got because woke less the fuck press, up. He didn't get humbled. He press, got woke up. Oh yeah. Super serious. I mean, lucky yeah. he has all the financial backing to actually throw in a training camp like he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be the blueprint for most the, what most fighters should get, but not everybody has that capital to yeah. throw. In. I bet you every single one of those fighters would love to have that training camp mm -hmm. for every single fight for 18 weeks, but not everybody's going to, well, first of all, it went 18 weeks because he got thrown out yeah, of 200, yeah. but I felt like he got humbled a little bit and that's always a good thing. A little not bit. only that, but it's like, I mean, you, you, you can't ignore like how much time he was doing and putting into the, the media exposure for the last time they fight 196. And Constantly having to fly here, fly there, squeezing in training here and there, and trying to do the best he can with what he's got. You know, that's going to pull and take away from his training and preparation time and then tire him out. 
Yeah, well, he wasn't complaining because he's murking people. Yeah, and the thing is, though, man, he's murking motherfuckers left and right, right? He called his last freaking shot on the last, yeah, when he, he got the yeah. belt. It was poetic. Let me tell you something. Uh, when I watched that, when, when I watched that, he was the one talking, so it's not like it's made up. He's the one saying schedule, 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 complacency, complacent, complacent. Dude, he turned into a fucking superstar overnight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To... He was just going in the gym, doing his thing, whatever he wanted to do. He lost, he, it was just complacency. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And now he's gained it back. So that's what makes it so fucking hard for me to call who I want to call because I've, I really don't know. I've never seen Connor or followed Connor and watched his progression. Yeah. But you know, right before that last fight when he fought Olo, man, you know, he was already complacent at that point, but yeah. he just got good and what got we're him seeing, right in that one oh, that spot. Perfect. What we're so, seeing with Connor is. The problem with BJ Penn, he was called the Prodigy, right? That was his nickname. He had insane talent, insane innate talent. What he lacked was discipline and the proper training. So he always lacked in the cardio, always. So he would cream guys in the first round just out of sheer talent. But whenever it went past the first round, he'd get just obliterated because he didn't have the cardio because he didn't train hard enough. That's exactly what you saw in that fight. With Connor, now we're seeing the same thing again. The, all that crazy freaking talent but now he's actually matching it with the hard work that's necessary in order to be the champion the discipline schedule that's a scary freaking combination that gets you john jones type fighters Ooh. but would you also agree that bj also made the mistake of jumping and taking fights that he probably shouldn't have took oh yeah all the time so it's, would I mean, you make the same comparison with mcgregor like yeah i don't think you need to take this fight at 170 this one's a little bit it's different. It's a pride thing. It's this not. One, it's not a title. You just said it in the beginning. Yeah. It's not for a title. It's, it's not to move it's up in ranking. It's for pride. It's a pride. Well, for Nate, it's a money fight. Well, it's a money. You fight. You get mad at that. Well, actually, both of them, it's a money fight. But yeah, I'm pretty they, sure both they didn't of them are going to get paid again. a lot of money. Oh yeah. Well, so who are you going to pick? Well, that being said, yeah. I'm going McGregor. Oh. I gotta go McGregor. I gotta. I'm 100 percent Diaz. I gotta say something. I'm surprised, my love. I gotta say something. Can I explain my reasonings too? Yes, you can. Take it. Okay. Oh wait, wait. Let's do this. I'm sorry to interrupt. No problem. Let's all give our pick, round and how. Okay. Let's go. Let's go a little deeper. I mean, this is cage talk. You know what I'm saying? Cage talk. Only on this fight, because the rest of them I don't know. Go for it. Later rounds, fourth, fifth round, TKO. Why? Call the round. I'm gonna write it down. Fourth. Fourth TKO, got it. Why? I when I was listening to John Cavanaugh, who was Conor McGregor's head trainer, what he said made a lot of sense. Nate Diaz can take hits and punches. All right, he so Conor's not going to be able to knock him out with one punch. This is not going to happen. The guy can take a punch too well, but the accumulation of punches over the rounds is going to drop him. That I can see. So it's going to take a few rounds, and that's why you're picking him. I'm picking McGregor also because I just love the guy. What about him do you love? I like Ireland. I like the Irish. I like his fighting style. I like the way he shit talks. I like how he's bringing attention to the UFC fighters need, needing to be paid more. You know, he's because of what he's done lately, it's bringing more attention to that. Yeah, because Nick Diaz didn't do that. It's all good. So, <laughs> Sarcasm? All right. A little bit. It's on you, Shots. Oh, okay. So mine comes actually <clears throat> pretty easy. 
And the reason why I'm going to pick Nate Diaz isn't because I know his skill or anything like that. Because I've watched a couple YouTube videos, but anybody can be a YouTube warrior and try to sound fascinating, right? The reason why I'm picking Nate Diaz is because he reminds me of my brother. I ain't lying to you. My brother is a brawler. That dude right there, oh, my God, you better watch out if he's coming for you. I'm just serious. My brother was like that, too. That's not because he beat my ass all the time, Mm -hmm. only a couple. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, no, he's he's just that guy, his temper. You know what I'm saying? He's got that temper. You don't want it unleashed on you. This guy looks actually like my brother, Ben. I'll show you guys a picture later. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. The UFC was 10 years a little bit too fucking late. Because if they would have got my damn brother, oh, Uh, God, that dude right there would be a bell holder. I'm serious. (laughs) That's how much I respect my brother. I wouldn't fuck with him. Even today, I would not walk up to him and and start shit. I just wouldn't do it because I'm pretty sure he'd kill me. All right, cool. Your brother's not fighting. What round you got? Nate Diaz, last round, choking McGregor out because McGregor's going to fail. But Nate Diaz is going to have the heart to to just take it to the end. Take it. Dang it. And he's going to choke him out. All right. With two birds in I'm here. taking Nate, and I also have Nate in the fifth round of submission. Damn also, it. We did not get together and discuss this. I wrote that down, too, right before you said it, too. And I'm going this way because I think this time McGregor definitely, obviously, is more focused with that whole training regiment yeah. and as much money he's poured into that. That's why I went fifth. Uh, it's kind of funny. I, I'm pretty sure Nate should probably mention it when they have that presser coming up on Thursday or Friday for the fight because yeah. I already heard Nate saying one soundbite where he's like, Obviously, I gave him the blueprint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how he's always trained. Yeah. So, I had this argument with the whole weight. Nate's obviously naturally walking around at a higher weight. Everybody plus. cuts weight to be stronger. Yeah. In wrestling, in boxing, in MMA, you cut weight to be stronger. Nate uh, McGregor's trying to uh, acclimate to carrying on heavy weight and have that endurance. Changes yeah. your body. I think that's harder than dropping weight and just yeah. being stronger at that weight. So that's why I feel like Nate has a little bit of advantage. Mm. The second part is the endurance. He, he already knows how to carry that weight. Mm-hmm. But I think the key to beating Diaz is the one with that fight with Tos Andros mm-hmm. when he just demolished his leg because mm-hmm. he's a puncher first. He's a boxer first. At least in all his fights, you don't see Nate shoot doubles yeah. and try to take guys to the he just ground takes the fight wherever it is and at. take his black belt and mm. you know it's just there when he needs it he knows mm-hmm. it's going to go to the ground he's already black belt he's he can be comfortable there but it seems like their style like you're saying your brother is they want that whole brawler boxing he's just not going to stop until you put a bullet in he his wants head. he wants that he wants yeah. to apply that uh, Stockton slap on you. Oh my God. I watched that last night. <laughs> the there was, a, there was this one said, What is the Stockton slap? Bow, bow. About just throwing Nate, Nick, and Nate Diaz just straight Just adding Stockton some baby powder everybody. to that thing. Bow, bow. bow. Just popping bitches, man, left and right. I don't know if you guys saw this. There was like a meme going around with a little comic strip where he's slapping Justin Bieber. Really? <laughs> so after the first fight, Justin Bieber tweeted out, Oh, you know, the, after the McGregor loss, like I still think McGregor's the the better fighter. Yeah. And then a fan put in like a little cartoon of Justin Bieber stepping up to Nate and saying, "Nate, I think your style's terror." And before you can say it, you see Nate slapping him, <laughs> saying, "Shut the fuck up, bitch!" <laughs> like Dude, that that would be across epic. the face because you know what would happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's well, they the met the each other in the club in L.A. What? Yeah, they ran into each other. Nate tells a story on Conan. Mm. And uh, they ran into each other, and everybody ran up to him and was like, hey, Justin's here, Justin's here. And then Nate was like, 
Why is everybody care. coming up to me like this? Like this is supposed to be some throwdown? You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> about getting to beat paid his for that. ass. He's already thinking about beating his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, Nate wasn't. He was just like everybody's making a big deal about it. Like, what do I care about, little mm. Beaver? And he says that Justin came with his with his boys. He called them the little Beavers. Mm. <laughs> Justin and his little Beavers. <laughs> and then they squashed and they took a picture together. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I stupid. feel McGregor's gonna take that game plan of Jos Anjos. He's going to fight to win and not try to knock him out. McGregor was quoted as saying, I threw the kitchen sink at the boy, and he picked it up and threw it right back. Yeah. And the fight was a fight, you know? Yeah. So I think he's actually going to try to play the angles, do the kicks, in and out. And mm-hmm. I think that's why the, the round's going to go longer. More, the, more accurate. It's going to go to the fifth Because, I mean, when you look at, like, the striking styles between the two and you contrast them, McGregor is a much cleaner, more accurate striker. Mm-hmm. Whereas Nate Diaz, he's just, yeah, he just can take a punch. And McGregor looked so much faster in that first round and going in halfway into the second. Oh, my God. He gassed out. Yeah. But to Nate, when you hear Nate, he's like, my plan was to just try to get through the first round and then turn it on in the second. Because Nate's whole plan is to try to go the distance. Yeah. He wants to wear guys out. Yeah. He says... The style that McGregor has is to put pressure on guys. He goes, that's the same style I have, only I don't, I'm don't. i not as aggressive. He takes a little slower pace. It's a marathon. And when you look at Nate Diaz and what him and Nick are into, yeah. they're into marathons, long, marathon triathlons. Yeah. The distance, climbing yeah. the mountain, getting yeah. to the outlasting somebody. Yeah. So I got fifth round submission. That was somebody else who said that it's like uh, the, in that interview where they talked about all of uh, Nate Diaz's past uh, competitors. They a lot of them said that he broke them mentally. Yes, because his him and his brother, their endurance, they're gonna drag you into that deep water and just keep piling on. Like what he, what his brother Nick did to to BJ Penn was brutal. Ugh, it was just, you know, it looked like he was gonna get put away in the first round. He survived the barrage of BJ Penn and then just beat him to a bloody pulp for the rest of the four rounds. <laughs> God damn. And just didn't stop. I don't think I've seen that fight yet. Oh, uh, don't watch it. That one's brutal. Oh, come on, bro. Okay, we're about an hour in. Guess what? Guess what, everybody? All you listeners out there, there's actually a second fight on this card. And it's going to be Anthony Rumble Johnson versus uh, Texera. That's going to be a brawl. We can finally talk about two other fighters for 202. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. I know. Three hours into this podcast already. And this fight itself could be its own Main event. Main, main oh, event. yeah. Anthony Rumble Johnson, the scariest dude in the freaking MMA almost. And you got number one versus number two. The winner of this fight is going to get a title shot at DC. Really? That's well, yeah, probably going to. Well, you got number one and number two. Who else I'm, is going to make a run at DC? I'm taking Johnson on that fight. Damn. That's, I mean, I was hoping for a little bit more insight. What do you think about Rumble? <laughs> I mean, let's dive into it a little Sorry. bit. Yeah. Let's get into the cage. Yeah, Come a little on. bit, because this whole three hours you guys are talking about, we're at 28 minutes. So go ahead. <laughs> this fight, I'm excited for this fight. We were talking earlier, Brain, and we're like, mm-hmm. man, we don't even know who else is on the card. And I, I was like, oh, Johnson and Tech Sherry. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was shocked, because I didn't even know who else was on the card. And I'm just like, damn, this is a fight. Rumble's Anthony Rumble, dude, he's so strong. He's a beast. The problem with Anthony Rumble Johnson is he breaks. If the fight stops going his way for a little while, too much time, he breaks. Oh damn! That's what happened again. Out, huh? That's what happened with him in DC. He just broke. Well, I not DC. Um, did he fight DC? I can't even remember right now. I can't confirm or deny. Um, let's see. 
His loss was to DC in yeah. the third round by submission. Yeah, because he just broke in that fight. Well, I mean, I I don't I don't remember I didn't see the fight, but I just I mean just from the stats, yeah, he did lose in the third round. So I mean, he hung in there for three rounds, and we mm. all know DC is obviously gonna use his wrestling. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Snooze fest that he oh, did geez. with uh, Anderson. Anderson. I mean, I understand giving Anderson a little respect, but Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do you work for like sleep train mattresses or were you trying to just sneak <laughs> in a promotion? Number. Yeah. <laughs> What's your sleep number? <laughs> yeah, boring. it was bad. That was boring. So, so, I mean, it's not bad. They're both coming off win streaks. Uh, yeah. Johnson's coming off a two win win streak. Uh, he won. He got a first rounder against uh, Ryan Batter. Mm-hmm. Bader. Bader. And then he had a second round win against uh, Jimmy Manura. I don't know how to spell it. I actually can't read my own writing. That's embarrassing. Hmm. <laughs> and Teixeira, we all saw his last fight against yeah. uh, Rashad Evans. Yeah. A late, older Rashad Evans. It was still a first round. Rashad probably shouldn't have been in the ring. With this murderer. But you still have that experience. But he has a win over OSP. Yeah. So his last three fights were OSP, Patrick uh, Cummings, mm-hmm. and then Rashad. It's kind of cool because OSP, he's tough. I mean, you saw what he did against... Uh, With a broken hand or an arm? Yeah. That he received what was like second or third round yeah. against Jones. And didn't stop. And hung in there. Yeah. That was a good showing. It was still good. I really wish he would have won, but... Yeah. It was a good showing. Uh, Texera took him three rounds before he won. Uh, Patrick Cummings went two rounds. Rashad Evans, one round. Johnson? Yeah. What round do you think it might be? I mean, this guy's just going up. I'm going Johnson. Second round. Yeah, you are. Because he's American. Mm, yeah, that's not the reason why. You Wait, always going Johnson. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> What's going on here? He saw his cup size. like, ooh, baby. Oh, he's what? definitely going Johnson. What, what happened? <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, shit. I just got a fucking goddamn cow thrown on me here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you caught that. You got a python thrown at you. Oh, damn. Panther tail. Which, by the way, in the news, a panther. Uh, yeah. Panther. Yeah, panther tail. It's on panther his tail. Oh, no, a uh, python <laughs> yeah. swallowed a fucking bulldog. Really? Yeah, it was Where? like Florida. You know, fucking one it's of those. Florida. Alabama. I don't know. As uh, it was overseas. in Alabama. Overseas, bro. Oh, okay. Big fucking anaconda, dude. Really? If there's an anaconda that size in America, everybody lose their fucking minds. That's all there is to big anaconda. Really? Swallowed a pit bull. Damn. I'd go yeah. into. I'd, they cut the dog out. Oh, in other news, a python, another python tried to swallow a fucking alligator. Jeez. It ruptured. Didn't work. It hey. just straight blew its hey, side hey, out. For sure, save that for the next podcast. Yeah. This is fight talk, bro. Is get back to it. Get back to it, boys. I just want to throw my two cents in since I don't know much about fight talks. So go ahead. Just wanted to let you know. Third fight. So who do you want to see? I mean, who I do saw, you? I think Johnson's I mean, going to win. I think they both have fought in um, I'm going DC. Cerrone. Cerrone. Hold on. We're not there yet, buddy. He said third fight. We're no, I did. Texera. Texera. Oh, my God. You're going Texera? Well, I'm not asking you. Who would you want to see fight DC next? I honestly would like to see Glover <laughs> Texera fight him next. So who are you going to take in this fight? Anthony Johnson, because that's who I think is going to win. Round? Second round. TKO. Bye. TKO. Stop TKO. it. I didn't TKOs. know where we were going. Fucking round and type on the first. I thought it was just the first fight, but yeah, apparently we're doing all of apparently them. Apparently we're going to right, right, Apparently. Oh, yeah, just Jesus Christ. Just I thought we were moving on to the next apparently. fucking fight. I'm 16 go years later, Texera. we can Jeez. move on. I want Texera to win. All right, cool. I want to go... Third round TKO. Johnson. 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 Johnson and Johnson. There you go. 
Cerrone. Right, next. Uh, Rick's Rick. story and Donald Cerrone. No, 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 no. Rick, the horror story. The horror. The <laughs> Hawa. Yeah. Hawa. Avenger Dice Clay, the Hawa. Yeah, he's going to go. He's dying. Not dying, but he's going to get put away. I hate how they put this stuff in inches and not just feet. Because <laughs> you're always thinking. Because then i got to think math and divide the 70 inches by freaking 12 and try to figure out how tall this guy is. I couldn't believe... I he's mean, I'm kind of new to the game, so, you know, I like watching Cowboy fight Donald yeah. Cerrone, and I've become a fan of his, but yeah. I didn't realize how many fights he's had. I fi- I see him as being a newcomer, but over here, no. they have him listed as 30 fights, seven 37 losses. fights in total. Yeah, that's... And he's never lost. <laughs> he's lost yeah, seven he times. He's lost oh, seven times. Oh, sorry. Time. What's the zero? The zero is no contests. Well, Wait, he's got well, no draws. Out, definitely. 30 wins, seven losses... No draws, one no contest. Well, maybe I'm not cutting it out. I'm a dumbass. Now I know how to read that. (laughs) (laughs) Now you guys know not to bet on the shots. Not yet. (laughs) Give me some time. We all know Donald Cerrone for his exciting fights. But when you look at his his, uh, win, it's 53% by submission. He's just not a submitter. Well, that's half the time he's submitting that. He's a fighter. I mean, you see this guy? This guy, man, he has a couple of bricks in his. Yeah. He's a heavy-handed fighter. Yeah. I like the way he fights. I love the way he fights. I mean, those hand, the way he throws those mm. hands. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Stay with us now. Oh, my God. Stop Where staring at going? his picture. Damn. Stop staring at his oh, Wayne dude, pictures. Dude, as soon as you said, I saw me some bricks, he went, mm. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Moving on. Did everybody pick? No. Who are you taking? Cerrone. You're taking. I definitely want Donald. I want Donald. Damn, three way. I'm going Donald on that. Uh, then we've got two <laughs> no-name guys, Young Gyo Lim, the ace from South Korea, and Mike Perry. Yeah, I'm hoping at some point you've seen these guys fight. I do not know. Neither one of these guys ring a bell. Card fillers. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, for two o two. Well, they don't well, need to fucking put high. high <laughs> Here's yeah. how bad it is. Yeah. Hey, UFC.com, for sure. Throw a picture of Mike Perry. His nickname's Platinum, and you just have, like, a shadow. They don't even have a stock picture of him to throw Nothing. in there. I don't know. I guess uh, these him, guys making their debut? him, Gu Lim, the ace, showed up for his picture day at the UFC. Oh, shit. But if you look at Mike Perry, he's got a 100% KO, TKO record with his six wins. Knocking fools out. <laughs> Is he going to continue the streak? Probably. I'm taking Mike Perry against Mr. Captain South Korea 13-5. and five. Johnny boy, Mr. Shots. I've been to South Korea. I enjoyed it. Yes. Love you, ladies. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and those. I'm going to break off my normal America. America. Because South America is such an ally. I'm America. definitely I going really USA. South America. I'm definitely going Donald Trump. I mean, Mike Perry. And if I'm going for the <laughs> underdog, I definitely want the guy who they can't even put his picture up. Yeah. Oh, wait, but his picture's in this small little one over here. We see. Yeah, they got his mugshot. They just don't have him. His whole full stand up. On it's second thought, I think I'll TV. go Donald Trump. I mean, Mike Perry. Mike Perry. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Next All right. one. Means and... Damn means. The dirty bird. Jesse said Hillary and Lim. Hillary and Lim. Damn. If you bet and on then, him, you're betting on Hillary. Nah, yeah, seriously. The Hamasami, the problem. Oh, damn. The problem. He's no problem. picture. No I just picture. want to know, how do they get their monarchs? Do they just nickname themselves or... I don't know. Does somebody else get that privilege? You mean moniker? Yeah. The Dirty Bird, the, the problem. Dirty bird. 
I don't want to know how he got his nickname, the Dirty Bird. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I do. Bird is a maybe I do. A, I can see that coming in a. Uh, if he's from Atlanta, a romantic moment. You Dirty Bird, something like that. Yeah, it's probably not a romantic. Well, if he's moment. from Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, they have the Dirty Bird dance. Oh, that was a touchdown celebration. Well, there we go. Boom. See where your head goes. Football Brian. talk. <laughs> oh, it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. Keep going down this fucking line, man. Everybody's getting tore up. All right, what are we going to do? You got two USA shots. Yeah, we'll just go both. I'm going Team Means because he's more American with that name. Yeah, and he's got a picture. He's more American. He's. I'm going to jump on the other side then. What? You're going with the problem? I'm going to go with the problem. It's a problem. Mr. Shots. What do you got? Tim Means, man. I already told you. I was looking at the next guys. What's the... Okay, the, the... Fox Sports 1 prelims have got some bigger names on it than the freaking undercard of the main card. There's but only two fights I'm interested in the prelims, and I don't really want to go to the early prelims after this unless you want to bring. No. I don't even, want to, I don't even care to make these calls because these are all just like... I just wanted to call So the Diaz, first Conor one McGregor. is the only one I recognize because Cody, how do you pronounce his last name? Cody uh, Garbrandt. Garbrandt. I only know him because he was the one that was dating that other chick, the, the real cute fighter. The blonde one, the small. Oh, one. he was dating her. Uh, freaking what's her face? The girl with the blonde hair yeah, who yeah, got yeah. her ass beat. Yeah, yeah. But the girl, she's so cute. Yes, and she's dating a football player now who's from the Texans. Seven foot two. Yeah, he's a monster. I don't know monster. what he's doing with that three foot five girl. Oh, probably lots of dirty things. Uh, Reenacting the dirty bird. So that's the only reason I'm interested in this one a little bit. You got number eight versus number eleven. Actually, the only fight on that prelim card I'm interested in is Artem Lobov and Chris Avila. I wanted to get to that one. Yes, but can we call uh, Garbrandt? The uh, yeah, Pennington. Which I'm going to go for Garbrandt. I'm going to go Garbrandt. And Mr. Shots. I don't know Garbrandt. We'll go yeah, with him. Of course, he's going to go. Jeez, USA that guy looks Japanese. Japan. That guy looks Japanese. All right, let's like, just jump into this. Spot. Now this plays right along the Jesus. side with the whole Diaz and McGregor. Storyline here, yeah. You got uh, how do you, Artem Lavo, Lavo, Lobov, Lobov, Lobo, the Russian Hammer, the Russian Hammer. Now, did you watch any clips on him? Because nope. I guess he was on the Ultimate Fighter. Mm. Oh, so he's the f- first guy. Well, I don't know. I heard his interview today. Did you hear it? I listened to it where he knocked out three people in there. So he's got some knockout power. Um, not his submission game. Probably is a little bit is his weak spot. And From then, hearing his interview, it sounds like McGregor's camp is really tight because some of his smack talk was like word it for sounded, word. It sounded, yeah. Because I didn't know who he was at first. I was just listening to him talk, and I was like, oh, this dude definitely from freaking Connor's camp, the way he's talking. Yeah, he was using the same lines. I was yeah. saying that they look, they have dad bods. They're yeah. the fattest, fittest guys yeah. out there. Yeah. It's the same. It was almost word for word. Yeah. So you can tell they're sitting around the circle doing stretches, just telling the same jokes. <laughs> and Chris Avila Damn. is following the Diaz line of not showing up for his interview. Oh, I heard about that part too. Yeah. Um, I saw. I went back and I saw some clips on him from the. So that's he, McGregor coached him mm-hmm. in that UFC, the Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. versus when he was when Yair Faber was a coach. Yeah. And I saw some of those fights. I mean, I did see the one where he lost, mm. but his style looks almost mimics McGregor's too. Really? He just kind of has that open-handed, you know, kind of putting your hands up almost above your head like, you know, the cops are telling you to freeze yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And he comes in and out. And he has a, those punches where he knocked out those guys on that overhand show. Overhand rights. Where those overhand rights. Yeah. Where he's almost kind of, they're, they're taking a step forward and he kind of just sides to the left or right 
and then just Drops. lands that overhand really? and just dropping dudes. But he also got caught too, so he yeah. did lose. That's a that's a tricky thing when you fight like that. You're gonna get caught probably. I tried looking for some footage for uh, Chris Avila for nothing. No, he's an up and comer. Yeah, they had some. Uh, I guess he fought for like you know like these not backyard but like these ones that they small time organizations. Yeah, um, I think he's gonna. I want him to win just because I want the Diaz, Diaz to dominate over yeah. the camp. But he just seems so inexperienced. I want Chris Avila to win just because I want him to have his chance in the UFC and get his, you know, his chance in the spotlight to do something with his life. Artem had his chance and kind of blew it. So let's give this other guy a chance. Yeah, he's now. 12 and 12. 12 and 12. 12 and, and 12. And he said cool. if he loses this fight, he's done. He, he's not, even if the UFC gave him another chance, yeah. he just wouldn't take it. He's lying. He says he wants to just uh, go out, go elsewhere and try to build up a reputation and name and then it. come back again. I don't believe it. Oh, dude, but, you're, you're settling on fucking hopes and dreams then, man. Yeah. He's already in the UFC, dude. You you missed that boat. It's gone. Well, so. he almost, after the two losses yeah. that he had, he's, he was saying that he didn't think he was going to get a, another shot. Mm. But because he comes from McGregor's camp, and it just so happens the Diaz brothers' Stockton camp has this guy at the same weight that's yeah, trying to work out. They just kind of threw it in there. It's kind of like a little wrinkle, a little, little side piece, like, hey, check this out also. I would love it if both Nick, I know it's not going to happen, but it would be awesome if Nick and McGregor were both in these guys' corners since they're an early fight. Oh, that'd be cool. And just kind of were cheering, yeah. you know what I mean? Just kind of like a, just to add thing. on to the buildup of their yeah. fight later on that night. I mean, there, I mean, there's plenty of time in between, Oh, right? my God. And then all of a sudden they realize both of them are over there and they fucking right. jet the other yeah. side and start a fight in the fucking <laughs> parking lot. That's Oof. right. I'm yeah. going to go Avila because he's American. America. America. I'm going to go with Avila as well. And that's all three of us. We're all going to lose. Oh, well. Okay, everybody, you're welcome. <laughs> this is going to be the first of, uh, I think we're going to do this for every pay-per-view, right? Just the main ones? The main ones. And yeah. I will have to say, amazing analysis brought to you by Jesse. Yeah. What? You're the brain. No, I didn't break anything down. I just, I like Connor. He's Irish. He's going to win. <laughs> I think I might be Irish too. Didn't you just? <laughs> yeah, I found that out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The timing is impeccable. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. I fell right from his so branch. It just so happens. I know why I like <laughs> McGregor so much. <laughs> just so happens. He's actually my brother. <laughs> we were separated at birth. <laughs> Fuck. Go ahead, And now man. I'm going to get tickets to go to UFC. <laughs> and now these scientists want to poke me. <laughs> Figure out what the fuck happened. And I'm like, go Yeah, ahead, you're supposed to be German. Now you're just jumping. Yeah. I thought you, I'm, dude, I'm smart to God. You changed hey, if Diaz wins, are you going to be Mexican? No. Oh, okay. Just Not checking. Mexican. My mother would kick my ass if I said I was Mexican. So but she's going to love you for being Irish. Well, the rest of America no, wouldn't won't. give a fuck what you say you are anymore. No. So are you going to change your intro song? Is it going to be something from you two now? Instead Hell of, no! Instead of Rammstein, no love Rammstein. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not German anymore. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, you're you're now. What's what's gonna happen? He's gonna start reading back into the Irish history. Found what when I'm looking, looking for. for intro music. Yeah, he, he'll he'll research back and realize that Germans just sacked the. You know, they say the Irish at one time, <laughs> and then he'll they did. hate. They did. How are you not already despising them? I don't because they they're all from the people. same people anyway. They're all from the same tribes. Here we go. So we missed uh, 200. Yeah. We didn't care about 201. Nobody. What, what happened to 201? Oh, that's right. Somebody lost a belt <laughs> in the first round. 
Yeesh. Nunez takes out uh, Misha Tate. Yeah. Oh. Hey, did you hear about your boy? Um, Travis, he's got a fight. Yeah. Fabricio Verdum. He gets his rematch again, back. Yeah, because Rothwell had to drop out. He really? better stay healthy this time. Travis has got to stay healthy in training camp. You should go give him a call and he'll motivate him. No. He doesn't, so, he doesn't even know who I am. One I'm last thing before we wrap this up. For all our loyal fans and listeners out there, we were running a secret contest that you would only find if you visited our website. We didn't announce it because we only wanted our 100% loyal listeners and fans that visit our website to check out our media shots and everything else we throw up there. We have a winner that's going to host the weekly shots for UFC 202. We are going to be at the home of, say with me guys, Servando. That's right. The weekly shots is going to hit the road. We have a lucky winner for our loyal listener, and we will be on location at their house for 202. It's going to be epic. We'll probably bring back some sound bites and maybe bring it up in our Definitely going to get some shots. recordings in there. Yeah. Take a little sample of Servando's yeah. so if you missed homestead, it, his La Casa. Hey, sorry. You're sleeping. We told you. Go on iTunes. Give us a rating. Check out the site. And mm-hmm. hey, you sleep, you, you snooze, you lose. Servando, you're the winner. We will be there on Saturday. Yeah. We're bringing the whole Shots crew and production team. You're welcome. Oh!